Hi, this is Adam Bergman. On today's Adam Talks, I'm going to talk about whether the government is coming for your IRA. So there's been a lot of chatter over the last several months with the introduction of the SECURE Act, which was a retirement bill passed by the House uh, in the end of May, which followed the uh, Senate bill that was very uh, close in terms of the provisions discussed. Uh, and it's expected that at some point towards the end of 19, there's going to be a bill, a retirement bill that the president will sign into law. So what's the concern suddenly about the government coming for your IRA? Um, well, I don't think it's a big concern, but there's some items that these uh, bills talk about that we want to kind of focus on and see how it could impact your retirement planning and whether uh, it's a real fear or not. So before I jump into the retirement plan, I do want to make the point that the government can backtrack. They can change the rules on you in the middle of the game. Uh, fourth quarter, two minutes left. Uh, suddenly, it's only two downs instead of four downs. The government has done that. Social Security is an example. Prior to 83, it wasn't taxable. Okay, uh, It is now. right? Your Social Security benefits are taxable. So they changed the game on us. It used to not be taxable. Now it is taxable. People have made the same arguments for the Roth IRA. So there's the traditional IRA, which you get a tax deduction for today. And once you're over 59 and a half, if you pull that out, it's taxable, whatever you take as a distribution. Whatever you take out prior to 59, subject to a 10% early distribution penalty plus tax. The Roth IRA, which was introduced in 1997 by Senator Roth, is kind of the flip of the traditional IRA. There's no tax deduction when you make the Roth IRA contribution, assuming you're under a income threshold, which is about $203,000 if you file jointly. Um, there's always a backdoor Roth IRA if you make more than that where you can still get in. But basically, it's an after-tax contribution. If you have the Roth opened at least five years and you're over 59 and a half when you pull the money out, it's not subject to tax. So obviously, I'm a pretty big Roth IRA guy. I wrote a book on it. I think there's my, – my play is listen. If I put in 6000 bucks in a traditional IRA and let's say my tax bracket's 30%, it's about an $1,800 tax deduction. Not bad. I think I can take that six grand over my lifetime, do a lot better than the $1,800 tax deduction has offered me and make a whole lot more money. And then with a Roth, I'll never have to pay tax on what I pull out over 59 and a half. But would the government or can the government change the game on me? Could they say I'm 44 now? Can they say when I'm 65, hey, you know what? We're changing the rules. You got to take your Roth IRA distributions in a five or 10 year span. I hope not, but that's what's happening now. There's a provision in the SECURE Act and also in the RESA Act called the Stretch IRA. And it's a Stretch IRA limitation. So let me explain what's a Stretch IRA? A stretch IRA is basically this you save for retirement through an IRA, okay? God forbid. You pass away, the IRA goes to your spouse in his or her name, and your spouse then can take a distribution if they're under 59 and a half, tax 10% penalty, over 59 and a half, just tax, same with the Roth, same rules. Basically, the IRA just becomes theirs. So what happens if you leave your IRA to a non-spousal beneficiary, for example, a child? Well, generally, the child would take the RMD, the requirement and distribution, over his or her life expectancy. 
generally when one passes, let's say the average life expectancy is 80 years old, the child is going to be in their 40s or 50s or even 30s. So that the life expectancy of that child, that non-spousal beneficiary, is going to be longer than 5 or 10 years and longer than the IRA holder's life expectancy. What does that mean? It means that the amount you have to take as an RMD is minimized, right? Because the RMD, the requirement of distribution, is based off your life expectancy. If your life expectancy is 40 years, you're going to take less out each year than if your life expectancy is 5 years or 10 years. So the concept of the stretch IRA, which has been used as an estate planning tool, is that you can pass your IRA to a, a, a non-spouse, a child, for example, and then have that child use the IRA for a longer period of time. And whatever is not used stays in the IRA and grows based off the power of tax deferral or tax-free growth in the case of a Roth. So the stretch IRA has been a really, I think, exciting estate planning technique. And it's something that a lot of uh, taxpayers have used to their advantage. So the SECURE Act comes along and says this. It says, okay, we need to pay for all these great retirement benefits. So the SECURE Act, what they want to do is they want to allow you – there's a whole bunch of really, really good provisions. I'm actually really encouraged by the SECURE Act. It's just a stretch IRA provision I have an issue with, which I've been told – it w- won't make it through to the bill, but we'll see because it's actually a revenue generator. So my concern is that they're going to need to stretch IRA limitation to pay for some of the other provisions. So what's in the SECURE Act basically says, hey, you're going to be able to make IRA contributions past 70 and a half. Right now you can't. We're going to increase the RMDH from 70 and a half to 72. Okay, we're going to increase the credit for opening 401ks. We're going to make it easier to have a 401k plan when you establish it, like the SEP IRA. You don't have to establish it at the end of 18 for 18. You can establish it when up until you file your tax return. They are also going to um, increase the, the definition of income uh, for uh, 529 plans and, and other related uh, plans. Um, so there's some other really neat benefits, uh, making safe harbor uh, provisions, making it easier to establish and, and administer 401ks. There's a multiple employer plan provision to allow companies and in different industries to group together to save money on administration. So this is, there's some pretty cool stuff. Again, the one negative is this reduction in the stretch. The SECURE Act basically says they're going to limit you to 10 years, okay? So no matter how old the kid is or the non-spouse that you leave it to, they got to use up the RMDs over 10 years. The Senate Act basically says this. There's a $400,000 threshold. So if you leave more than $400,000 to a non-spouse, they got to eat it up over five years, okay? So a little bit different. The SECURE Act is 10 years, and the RESA Act is um, five years over 400000 Again, this applies to non-spouses, right? If you leave it to a spouse, the spouse gets the IRA in his or her name, and then they can do as they see fit. You leave it to a non-spouse, current law is you can stretch it over the life expectancy of the beneficiary, the non-spouse. The SECURE Act wants to limit it to 10 years. Okay, what's the intent? The intent is to create more revenue because you have to take your retirement account distributions quicker. Treasury has more revenue versus waiting 30 years, I get it all in 10 years, okay? Negative is we've been playing under different rules, right? We started the football game, four downs, right? 10 yards to make a first down. Now they're saying, no, we're going to the CFL rules, maybe three downs, or we're just going to change the game on you and play two-down football. That's what's going on now. Will prior retirement accounts be grandfathered in? No, I don't see that happening. There's nothing that states that in the bill. Is this going to impact a lot of people? Yes, 
there's a lot of people out there uh, that have substantial amounts in their IRA, at least over $400,000, and they've planned to or they believe that they have enough money saved that even if they pass it to a spouse, that spouse, God forbid, on his or her death, will have money left in the IRA that will be left to a non-spouse, a child, for example, that will be able to use that IRA over his or her life expectancy, which will be and should be longer than five or ten years. Limiting that to five or ten years will really increase revenues for the Treasury, but reduce the power of the IRA because the stretch will be limited and there'll be less power for tax deferral. Um, I don't like it. I think the whole idea of retirement saving, the system works as it is. We want to encourage Americans to save. As is, there's only about 60 or so percent of Americans that have access to a retirement account that are saving. Why limit it? Yes, um, there are a chunk of people that will use up the RMD in their life expectancy or of their spouse. But for everyone else that's really saved over their life, why penalize them? Okay, the retirement system is bipartisan. It works whether you're a Democrat or Republican. It works irrespective of race, gender, religion. The system works. Why? It's based off math, right? It's based off the power of deferral. You put in money, it grows without tax, and you do it over many, many, many years, you're going to be rich, okay? I don't know if you're going to have 100 grand, 500 grand, 2 million, or 5 million. You're going to have more money than if you did it with a account that you pay tax on, a taxable account. So the system works. That's why the people that take advantage of it are wise to it and basically are doing it over long periods of time and are committed to it. Changing the game now is not fair. Um, They did it with Social Security. I hope they don't do it with the stretch, and I really hope the government doesn't do it with the Roth. I don't believe they're going to do it with the Roth because the Roth is not a taxable account. So with Social Security, they were able to turn something that was not taxable into taxable. But the Roth, the rules of the Roth is that you didn't get a tax deduction, so you got no benefit for it. So for them to throw a tax on at the end would be extremely unfair, and uh, I don't see that ever passing or any president signing that to law. But hey, you know who knows what happens in 15, 20, or 30 years. Uh, the stretch IRA, there's been chatter about it. Even the Obama administration, there's some been talk about it. Also talk about limiting IRAs over $5 million or Roth IRAs over a certain threshold. That never got anywhere because it really only uh, attacked a very, very small segment of the population. And the revenue generation on it wouldn't have been significant. Uh, the stretch, this will impact a lot more Americans. This is going to impact middle-class Americans. Someone who worked at... GE or had a blue or white collar job and saved for 30, 40 years and passed it to their spouse. And now that spouse also has his or her IRA and they combine them and now they have five, six hundred thousand dollars and they pass and they leave it to their kids and they hope their kids will take it and use it over their life expectancy. Now what's happening is, hey, the Secure Act ain't taken in 10 years. The Senate bill ain't taken five. That's not fair. And that's changing the game in mid mid-game, and that's just not the way we play. So I'm, I'm really hopeful that this, this stretch IRA will be squashed and not make it into the final bill. But um, who knows? Uh, I think there's, thankfully, there's you know been a recent opinion piece in the Wall Street Journal. There's been some talk, and there's been articles on Forbes, some really good pieces about what the limitation on the stretch will do, not just from a tax-saving perspective, but really from a loss of faith. Okay, the U.S., retirement system, a lot of it's based off faith that, hey, if I do this and continue to do this and persevere and trust the process, it's going to be a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow and the rules are not going to change on me. 
Well, if you change the rules on the stretch and if you, God forbid, change it on the Roth, that's not fair and that's not the way the system needs to work because, again, the whole intent of the system is to encourage retirement saving. If you're changing the game on us, people are going to say, you know what, I'm not saving my hard-earned money in a retirement system. I'm going to save it in other ways because I don't want the government to change the rules on me. So I will update all of you uh, once more information gets passed. The House will uh, – the bill will then go back, is now going to go back, and the House and Senate will, uh, I guess, agree on something that will be signed by the president. There's going to be a lot more talk, probably not during the summer because – uh, there's summer recess, uh, but I think in, in fall you're going to see some more talk about where the retirement bill is going to go because there are some really good provisions like the increase in the RMD age to 72, the uh, opportunity to make IRA contributions over 70, but the stretch IRA needs to be squashed, and, and I really hope it does. Adam Bergman, IRA Financial, uh, thanks for watching and listening. Adam talks, and uh, until next time, uh, thanks. Thanks.